Hello, Moodscopers. It's been a long time since I've recorded a podcast for you, isn't it? Well, I'm here in Dorset today on the 18th of February, preparing this for Monday's blog. Um, we've got Storm Eunice, and Storm Eunice has taken out our power. So thankfully, I've got a battery-powered recorder and a little bit of time to record for you the message for Monday. It's called Give, and it will be given. Dad's 92nd birthday brought with it much opportunity for reflection and gratitude. He's in relatively good health, I'd say amazing health, for one so advanced in years, and he's intellectually sparky. That's really important to us because we spent a lot of the time talking about dementia and other friends we knew. But Dad's lonely. He has spent two years, two years of his life, pretty much in isolation for health reasons. For him to at last be able to spend time with us again was a wonderful few hours, something we'll treasure. We even went out for lunch. What was once normal is now a major treat. My brain won't shut up. I'm grateful to finally understand that this may be adult ADHD, and if so, cut myself some slack. But that won't change the endless reflection. The brain just churns all the time. I've been observing people's behaviour much more recently and noticing how rare it is for anyone to listen without the need to plan their response. For anyone to listen and really be in the moment with the person speaking without seeking to interrupt or think through their own response to what the person's saying. The number of interruptions are worse than an irresponsible driver weaving in and out of traffic. To me, this is massively disrespectful. Listening is a gift and a great sign of respect. It does, however, bring home two points. We all need to be listened to. And secondly, we aren't going to get listened to if we talk over others. My very first business was delivering customer care training back in the 1980s. Then there was a real need for it. Now there is even more of a need for it. The new fashionable term is CX, which stands for Customer Experience. Thus, there am I on my dad's 92nd birthday thinking, how can I give these people a great customer experience? Yes, that's how weird my thinking patterns are. I thought, how can I give to them first before asking or even expecting to receive? How can I give to them first before expecting anything in return? Or more traditionally, how can I do to them first what I'd so love someone to do for me? With mental health issues, the primacy of self-care is without dispute. We must look after ourselves. We must look after ourselves if we want to care for others. How can we love others if we don't love ourselves? Burnout is an ever-present danger. But I think there is space for a shift of attention, uh, occasionally perhaps, away from ourselves, and a time and place for focus on others first in short bursts. It's the give first, and it will be given to you. Is this the truth? It's certainly an interesting process, an order to try out and see if it works. What pleased me was how easy it is with people I know. Lady P really loves to be listened to without interruption. To give to her first, 
means to listen, genuinely listen. Dad loves his music and I think a good chat and to have the company of his children. My eldest son loves to share his passions. So I ask him about them and then I get out of the way. Just listen. Give and it will be given to you. But here is the really weird bit. The second part, and it will be given to you. The second part often comes through someone else. I have one friend, Dawn, who is the best listener I've ever met. She listens to me and that's enough. I hope that I, too, listen to her. I hope that she's surrounded with people that listen to her. The order of the universe may well be give first and then, maybe, it will be given to you, but not necessarily through the people you give to. What does your experience teach you? Is this true for you?